And that's when you give them permission to be a little critical. And that's when you're really going to get the feedback you need to make your organization better and therefore stand out among the competition. Hey there, and welcome to episode eight of the Branded Merch Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kirby Hossman. That's right, episode ocho, right, Bill? And the other host is here with me, Bill Petrie. Bill Petrie from Brandivate. Bill, how you doing today, buddy? Doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day here in Franklin, Tennessee, and uh, I'm ready to podcast it up with you, my good friend. <laughs> Always good to podcast with you, buddy. Um, so the Branded Merch Podcast is brought to you by Hossaman Marketing. We do this every other week. The goal is to be the definitive podcast for marketing professionals who want to up their marketing game with basic marketing tips, but also tips on how to do branded merch better. So if you want to learn a little bit more about how to up your marketing game, head to HossmanMarketing.com and download the free Target Marketing Playbook. Really excited about that. So Bill, Good each stuff. week each week or each time, I should say, each episode, you come to us with a, sort of a marketing topic, something that we can sort of level up. So what have you got for us this week, bud? Yeah. So I, when I came into the office this morning, I had my backpack full of ideas and I dug around and I pulled this idea out, Kirby. And, you know, we're heading to the summer months. Uh, a lot of times for a lot of businesses, it tends to be a slower uh, time uh, for sales, especially if you are in the B2B area, it tends to, yeah. to slow down a little bit in the summer months. So uh, I wanted to talk about a couple of ideas, maybe to either grow your sales in the summer months or leverage your time better in the summer months to prepare for other uh, busier seasons. So okay. number one is host a summer client appreciation event. I'm a mm. big fan of this. Okay. Now you do this, I believe every fall yep. with uh, your, uh, your, your hoot nanny, your rodeo thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it is called um, a hoot nanny. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not, but you do, you do, you do a client appreciation uh, uh, event in the fall and it's well yep. established in the fall, but there's no reason you can't do that in the summer if you haven't already established one. Yeah. And it gives you an opportunity to show off your, your company, your store, if you have a storefront in an after hours, maybe instead of doing a lunch and learn, you do a drink and think, and you yeah. have, have maybe some beer and wine and kind of, uh, you know, chat with people a little bit about what you do, why you exist and why they should consider partnering with you. And what this does, it really will help you increase your, increase your client retention. They may not be able to spend money right now, but again, these little things do help in the long run. And so I, I love, a, a good client appreciation event. Yeah, there's there's never a bad time to say thank you, right? Like, mm -hmm. and I think if you can build some fun around a business thing, I mean, you've built a whole yeah. business around this with promocations. Um, it, I think if you can build networking and, and uh, business around something fun, it always, I, it always works out well. One of the things I always say, Bill, is that, you know, as a parent, you know, the first thing we teach our kids is to say please and thank you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but we, and as a parent, we, we do get tired of please. Yes. <laughs> we never get tired of thank you. Actually, I, I'd like to hear please a little more often from my Okay. Husband. Fair, fair. But, uh, but, but thank you. We do not get tired. Yeah. Of. I, I would guess our clients never. don't either. Yeah. No, no, uh, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Okay. Number two, launch a summer subscription box. Hmm. Now this is something 
You can create a subscription package to send out during the summer months. Maybe it's quarterly. Mm -hmm. um, but what it might do is uh, develop some recurring revenue for you. Mm. Excuse me, for your brand and increase customer loyalty. This is a great way to also leverage branded merchandise for yeah. this. You could do a summer subscription box, regardless of what type of company you run, what kind of industry you're in. You could create a box where you send it to your clients, very low cost. It doesn't have to be expensive, but you could absolutely leverage branded merchandise for this box. Again, showing appreciation in a different way. If you don't want to do some sort of meet and greet thing like that, you could do a summer subscription box. Yeah, I, I love this idea. I think, it, you know, whether it's a sale or an appreciation box, like again, going to yeah. going and getting in front of uh, clients is harder and harder these days. So doing it in a in that sort of format can be really powerful. Love that one. Right. And and these set the stage for sales in the future. Yes. Right? It may not increase your revenue right now. Um, and that's okay. So the next two and the final two I have, because I have four, uh, the next two are really something to help you, as Kirby would say, level up or get better. Number one, survey your employees. That's mm. number one. Uh, July 13th is coming up, and I'll tell you why that's an important day. It's not just the day before Bastille Day in France. It's also Gruntled Employees Day, not disgruntled. It's Gruntled Employees Day. Uh, so it, maybe it's a good way to get feedback from your employees in the, and allow them to be candid about where you need to improve the working environment. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're in an office, people are at home, some sort of hybrid. Having those honest conversations through a survey and actually implementing actionable plans, reporting back to the respondents what people said in the survey um, and, and then acting to make your organization leaner more efficient. Always a good idea. It's amazing to me how many companies I work with where they don't ask their employees, hey, how can we get better? Mm -hmm. It's I, It seems like it always comes from the top down. Here's what you need to do to get better. And here's what needs to be done to, to go faster. And I believe it should come from the bottom up because those are the people who are really in there, in yeah. the trenches day in, day out. They understand their job. And so when you ask people, hey, what, what should we do to improve efficiency around here? You'll be amazed at the responses you get. And they're generally a lot better ideas than you yourself will have. Yeah. And and let's face it. I mean, when you take someone's suggestion and implement it and it works, it, it's it, not only is it good for efficiency, but it's great for culture as well. So, yeah, that's a good one. Right. Well, it's empowering. It's empowering. Yeah. And then the last one is survey your clients. Create a survey to really understand your clients and their purchasing journey. We all assume we know who our clients are, but I guarantee you we don't. We don't ask enough questions. We don't ask right. enough of the right questions. And I hate to say it, but I don't think we as a collective listen to the answers as well as we should. Yeah. So ask your clients, where are they going? What do they need from you? Not just today. What do they need from you down the road? What are their branding plans down the road? Are they looking at a rebranding? Are they celebrating an a milestone, uh, you know, an anniversary, maybe 25 years, 50 years, 150 years, whatever it is. Understand what your clients are going through and you can better serve them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, it's so funny. That's one of, you know, one of my favorite quotes I talk about all the time is the greatest distance in the world is the distance between I know and I do. Like we yep. are told early on in every organization that you should listen more than you speak. And most of us do not take that advice. I know I struggle with it for sure sometimes. Um, so um, the idea that you 
really dig in and give people permission to tell you the truth. That's something I know you talk about a lot. Uh, can really make a difference, it, not only in your, you know, your relationship in one-on-one, but it can change your messaging too. Right. And it doesn't have to be a formal survey. It can be a, a conversation. And if yeah. you ask a client, uh, you know, how are things going? How do you feel about what we're doing for you? And they say, it's fine or it's great. It's like a kid when they come home from school, how school do they find? Don't accept that as an answer. And you can push back gently by saying, hey, I'm glad you're happy with what we're doing, but there has to be ways we can improve. Yeah. What would you change if you could change anything about what we do? And that's when you give them permission to be a little critical. And that's when you're really going to get the feedback you need to make your organization better and therefore stand out among the competition. Yeah, dude, that's great advice. I like those, man. Awesome. And and I think you know, right. great for the summer, but those are all those are those are all year round tips, baby. Uh, yeah, that's right. I just labeled them summer because that's what, look, I, I have a whole backpack down here full of ideas and that's yeah. the one that came out. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, cool. So, um, you know, we had a little conversation back and forth yesterday uh, on mine and I was coming up with different topic ideas. I don't have a full backpack. I've just got like a little folder. And so uh, today we wanted to talk a little bit about you know, tips and trends that we're seeing in decoration. You know, the reality of it is, if we're doing branded merch, the you know the first word of that is that it's branded. So there's gonna we have to decorate it in some way. Um, and so I have three here, uh, okay, Bill, that I want, and I, I've come up with these. I want your feedback on them. So I would um, love to give my feedback. I, that's one of the things I love about you. Uh, so I, the first one is you know with the explosion of more graphic design tools, uh, more and more people have started to fancy themselves as graphic designers. Um, and that's great. I actually love the explosion of creativity that's happened. But one of the things you're seeing, in addition to the ability to do more digital printing, is we're seeing more and more wildly colorful logos. And that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. But the big piece of advice I say all the time is make sure that you have a one color version of your logo to go with that colorful version. Um, there are so many clients I run into and all they've got is the color logo. And so yeah. when they run into um, a different kind of piece that they can't do that full color decoration, they really struggle um, with that. Mm -hmm. So I, I assume you agree with this, but I want I sort of want your take. 1000% agree with it. I mean, you know, things like Canva and, and tools like that. And I think Adobe's coming out with something very similar to Canva. Um, They've has really democratized. Yeah, has, yeah, they have <laughs> absolutely. Canva's got a pretty big jump start on them. I mean, I use with, with my company, I use a lot of Illustrator, but I'd say I do 90% of my work in Canva because it's easier, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, and, but, but, with that, with that democratization of uh, uh, creative tools uh, comes the, I'm going to put every color in the rainbow on here, like you said. And there are things, depending on the decoration method, it just won't work. It right. just won't work. Yeah. And I, and again, I love the full color thing, but when we are creating logos for other folks, we actually start with the one color version first. And it's funny, right. clients kind of push back on that. Well, I want it to be yep. a little bit more colorful. We can totally do that, but we want to start with a foundation that's going to look good mm -hmm. on everything, no matter what. And I think if you look at the brands that you admire, um, mm -hmm. there are some definite 
uh, super colorful ones, but almost all of them have a foundation in a really cool one color logo that you can engrave, you can do whatever with. And uh, so 100%. that's that's tip number one. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Love it. Good tip. Good tip. Number two, know what type of decorations work for your brand or logo. Um, I think that especially when, you know, we're talking for this podcast more to end users, more to the folks that um, buy branded merchandise. And I think many folks know of just a like one or two decoration techniques. But if you are going to have more colorful logos, you're going to have things with gradients and all those sort of things. It's important to understand just a few different types of decoration techniques and what those look like. So, um, yeah. You know, I think everybody is sort of familiar with screen printing, but those, you mm -hmm. know, those go on one color at a time. You, gradients, you can do a little bit, but it's not great, depending on. Um, embroidery is the other one, right? Is yes, you can do multiple colors in embroidery, but again, gradients don't do very well. Some of the other pieces, and I don't want to get too far in the weeds on this because, you know, this could be a whole podcast by itself, but sure. sublimation. You can do really cool full color stuff on that, but sublimation, you have to use specific kinds of, of uh, uh, material, right? right? Heat seal is another one that you can do some really cool. And then again, back to the idea of needing a one color logo, laser engraving and some things like that. It, yeah. Understanding how your brand is going to look on a specific item is imperative for you to get branded merchandise that doesn't suck. 100%. And this is we're working with someone like you, a, a consultant in the promotional products uh, field helps so much. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you understand decorating techniques, you don't expect your clients to understand the difference between screen printing, heat sealing, direct to garment, DTG, yeah. direct to film, DTF, plastisol, um, and, and all the million other things. There are yeah. so many decorating techniques, some work, you know, your mileage may vary. So it depends on what you want, you know, again, material, uh, you can do, you know, uh, direct to garment on things that are not organic. It doesn't work very well on cotton, so yeah. things like that. That's what someone like you come in handy. Uh, and actually I'd say more than handy, it's, it's yeah. critical because you understand those decorating techniques. So again, it does go back to the logo, but there are people who have very complicated logos and they love them and that's fine. It just may limit the way it's decorated. So, you know, we've seen it a million times where someone has a very complex uh, logo and they want it embroidered on a ball cap. And yeah. despite any protestation from uh, uh, just uh, a uh, branded merch distributor like you, they they'll do it and they're never happy with the results. So That's really exactly right. listen to your branded merch consultant, 100%. Yeah. And I tell you, it's funny. I think you'll appreciate this bill. One of the most popular blog posts I've ever written is a blog post that says, how much does a custom t-shirt cost? And it's mm -hmm. like a 2000 word <laughs> essay because yeah. it's a little bit like asking how much does a car cost? Because there's right. just so many different variables that go into it. So right. your point's well taken about working with somebody who can kind of guide you down the road. And Absolutely. then final, and this is more of a trend than a tip, but a little bit yeah. of both is, you know, for years, I think when it comes to branded merch, we say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to put a logo on it. Right. Yep. And the big uh, trend that I'm seeing is more and more, especially with uh, small to mid-sized companies, 
mm-hmm. is utilizing not just slapping your logo on on the front of um a t-shirt or whatever is kind of putting a message, something that your brand mm-hmm. can get behind. Uh, mm-hmm. Often it's an inspirational message that is consistent with your brand uh, standards. That is something I'm seeing all across the industry. And I think people are really, that, that, that's one that I'm excited about. I think that's a good trend. I couldn't agree more. I, I love that because it turns a, a, for lack of a better term, a simple uh, embroidered or emblazoned or embellished a garment into something that is much more inspirational, aspirational, fun, whatever, yeah. whatever your message you want to be. You know, we did it for promocations with yep. that hoodie. It had a promocations logo on the left chest, but it had our tagline of promo vacation bond repeat on the sleeve, yeah. um, which was really cool. So things like that, again, it's all real estate. Right. And then think if you, as an end user of branded merch, if you look at it as a shirt or anything you're decorating is that's real estate. What can, how can I maximize what I'm doing by through that real estate? Because I'm not, and we're not suggesting fill every bit of that real estate. (laughs) Negative space is good too. Yeah, for sure. Understanding what the capabilities are. Maybe it's a small message on the yoke, you know, on the back. Uh, Maybe it's something on the sleeve or, but yeah, 100%. I am seeing a lot more of that where companies are really trying to almost build mini lifestyle uh, brands. Yeah. And that's one I I really enjoy. So, so yeah, Yeah. know know your logo, uh, be able to simplify your logo understand what kind of different te- decoration te- techniques. And I'm really glad you brought this up because I meant to bring it up earlier. It's other yeah. lo- uh, locations. Um, and so yeah. um, think creatively about it and then think creatively about the message that you want to tie your brand to because I think that you can really increase your impact when you do that. 100%. Couldn't agree more. All right. Well, cool, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know we always try to make you this bet. one short and sweet. Dude. Bill, I always appreciate you, uh, you know, taking time out of your busy schedule to do this. I really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll do it again some other time. My, my pleasure. That backpack of ideas doesn't empty itself. I need the <laughs> podcast to do it. I love it. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate you listening in on this. And if you want to head to HossmanMarketing.com, grab that target marketing playbook. It's free after all. And uh, we will happily help you walk through that and make sure that you're doing your marketing right. Bill, thanks. See you next time.